You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Cleary on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to the happy hour here on 93.7 The Ticket. Nick had to peace out because he has class or something about being a student. So I welcome in Austin a little earlier than normal. What's good? How are you, Austin? Great. You happy having to a, be here today. You're having a great, uh, what is it, Tuesday? Is it Tuesday? It is Tuesday. It's only Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's going to be a long week. Um, it's true. How's your Tuesday going? It's going. Good Tuesday so far? It's going. Good. Uh, did, did you watch any baseball? Uh, I had the stream turned on during yesterday's show. Mm-hmm. I was updating people as we were going along, and what a roller coaster ride! Yeah, it, you uh, actually get out to a lead. That was fun, and then gone, poof, and disappeared. With and all then of its friends. Oh wait, we're back! <laughs> Look at that, sixteen to ten. Ugh. And then you allow six runs in one inning. Yeah, and then the game gets called because you've been out there too. Travel long. restrictions. You've been yeah. out in San Diego too long. You need to get home. Who do you think wins that game? I mean, San Diego had just San tied it up. Does San that Diego mean that game. they had a run in them yet? Or no. does that mean it was Nebraska's turn to score again? No, San Diego wins that game. They'd done it before. They'd done it the other three games. <laughs> it wasn't even was, it <sighs> wasn't even the eighth inning. Nebraska collapses in the eighth inning the last three games. It was still the seventh. Yeah, called they after the seventh. Into the yeah. eighth. So, yeah, no. The, the San Diego wins that game, unfortunately. Uh, I was just telling Nick how the starters, the four starters for Nebraska, gave up 12 of the 30 runs. That Nebraska allowed this uh, this this weekend. We're going to talk to Evan Blaine about this series tomorrow and preview next series. Mm-hmm. But he had a tweet: the bullpen pitched thirty-one and a third innings mm-hmm. in San Diego, twenty walks and ten hit by pitches. That's great. It's not great. How is that possible? That's great. That, that's that's a walk in inning. That's a mm-hmm. free base in it. Not even a hit. Not even a walk the plus s- a hit. The starter. Luckily, just, just a, the starters. Base. The starters didn't hit anybody, but they gave up ten uh. more walks. I think. I yeah. don't know exactly. Starting but was pitching just, was fine. Not not great, but it, it wasn't was great. fine. Well, it was 12 earned runs in, what did I say, 27 innings? Something like that? 27 and a third? Sounds about right. So, eh. not great. No, but I mean, you get... No, not 27. It was like 17 and a third. Because you had one guy... Emmett Olsen was fine. Kaminska was fine. Caleb Clark in his first start gave up five which isn't 10, great 14. but as a freshman eh, there's something to build yeah. off of it there. was it was like 17 in the third innings you gave up 12 runs so it was it was not great the other stick ball sport <laughs> nebraska softball had themselves a doozy of a weekend as well as they uh were in florida for the tax tax clearwater invitational where Tons of teams, where I didn't realize how many teams were actually down there. Nebraska didn't play all of the teams down there. But the teams that they did play, um, at the time of the game being played, these are the rankings at the time of the game being played. Number five, Oklahoma State. Number two, UCLA. Number eight, Virginia Tech. Receiving votes, Texas A&M. And number four, Arkansas. Woo! Just loaded up on top 25 teams to start your season off. Well, to, to you know continue your season going they were four and one headed into the weekend they end the weekend at five and five uh run ruled by oklahoma state and ucla to start the tournament uh both on thursday that friday they only lose by two to virginia tech had a chance couldn't capitalize they then beat texas a&m four to three texas a&m now number 18 in the pools good weekend for the A's. um so uh, a good win for nebraska there and then they fall to arkansas they take a one zero lead in the first inning uh and then they end up falling one to six to Arkansas 
down in Clearwater, Florida. So a nice one and four, not nice, but a one and four weekend for Nebraska softball. But again, they faced four top nine, top eight opponents, and uh, put up a put up a good fight against the last two, uh, and then beat Texas A&M, who is now number 18 in the country. They had two top 20 wins while they were down there in Florida. I don't know exactly who they beat, but I know they beat two top 20 teams and then ended up losing to Nebraska. So, not the greatest showing, but it prepares you for later on in the season. You're facing amazing pitching with Oklahoma State, UCLA, and Virginia Tech, and Arkansas. So, it's preparing you for the rest of the season. And Billy Andrews looks like she's just picking up where she left off last season, Mm -hmm. as she is currently hitting 400 in her 30 at-bats, uh, and five home runs. So she's she's just getting started again. Five home runs in 10 games so far for Billy Andrews, um, one of the captains on this Nebraska softball team. Uh, look for them again in action this weekend as they somehow cannot get away from Oklahoma State <laughs> as they face now-ranked number four, Oklahoma State, down in Las Cruces, New Mexico, uh, this Friday uh, in the first game of their doubleheader as they face New Mexico State in the second game. Uh, and then they finish off that tournament with CSU Bakersfield and then two against New Mexico. Opportunities abound in the non-conference. And this is what you know, Coach Ravel and her staff wanted for a team that you know made a regional last year. Again, speak if you can't get away from Oklahoma State, get them last year, get them in two tournaments. You have your first three this season. Mm-hmm. There are opportunities there. You need to start stacking up some wins to, to boost that RPI, which, again, plays a big part still in bat ball sports. For right or for wrong, it's a system they're using. Mm-hmm. So you have to find ways to, you know, steal a win. You're not asking them to, you know, play a series against Oklahoma State and sweep them. That's kind of what's turning into from last year and then start into this year. Find a way to get on the board against them. Don't get run ruled. Be competitive. Mm-hmm. Put those numbers up. And then when you get a chance against some of those other teams – they're in that tournament for a reason, too. They're not just filler. They're solid teams and solid programs, too. Find a way to come out of this weekend above 500. Get your record over 500. Leave a good impression for people, because if you look at the rest of you know, Nebraska's non-conference schedule, it's fine, but you know the Big Ten only has you know, a couple teams that are going to help you. You've got to yeah. make hay early yeah. on. You've got Northwestern, who was in the, the Women's College World Series mm-hmm. last year, but other than that... Michigan's usually solid. Yeah, there's a couple other good teams, but you're going to have to you know, get a stack a couple of wins in the non-con before you get into the conference slate. Plain and simple. These are your opportunities. And that's where you can't just depend on one person to do it. Actually running out of opportunity. Well, not really. Well, you're running out of opportunities in the non-conference. You're not going to get back to Bowling Stadium until, again, March 22nd, which is just ridiculous. That's a full month away yet. Yeah. But in terms of ranked teams that can boost your RPI or teams that kind of have name recognition after this tournament, you have... Arizona on March 4th, uh, Wichita State, you get them twice on March 10th and 11th, uh, and then Kansas, March 18th. Those are going to be probably some more RPI building wins um, for Nebraska left in the non-con. Then they have, you know, they come home and they face Iowa State to to start their home slate uh, and end their non-conference schedule before they get right into conference play two days after that uh, with the three-game series against Purdue. Right, and you don't get that Northwestern team until your second-to-last series of the year. I don't know if that's a team you'd rather get early and bank those wins mm-hmm. to give yourself that equity, or if Nebraska's playing well by the end of the year, you have to go on the road, but is that a good opportunity to say, hey, look at us playing well. We took a game. We took two games. We were competitive this whole series against a program that's really paced the Big Ten recently. 
So uh, that's an opportunity series. You get Michigan at home, which is big. Again, there are some opportunities out there, but you can't let any of the upcoming ones go to waste. You have to bank as many wins as you can early. And you're, what you're going to have to do against teams that are, I don't want to say lower than you, just, just teams that you're better than, you're going to have to run rule them. You're well, going to have to You're gonna have some to, style to end it early, get some style mm-hmm. points, uh, bank that, put that in the bank, put that in the minds of, of uh, people who are making these decisions at the end of the year. But again, Nebraska softball, currently 500. Again, a, a rough weekend for them, but a lot of experience needed for hopefully when they get into postseason play and they're going to be playing teams like this night in and night out. So that's going to do it for the second segment of the Happy Hour. Up next, we'll bring Eric Strickland in for a little bit of a crossover action. Up next on the Happy Hour. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.